0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to group chat roulette. Had a couple week hiatus. Ryan, how you doing my man?
1: I'm good. Um, the end of my parental leave is next week, so it's flown by, you know. Like next Friday the 8th. The Thursday actually is my first day back to this very spot That's that right. I'm now sitting um, to wow. work. Wow. Thursday, the 7th. Flo- flew by. And it had a weird feeling. Yeah, really weird.
0: I started feeling it like two weeks before going back because I was like, wait, this is the last full week. Yeah. And it would like hit me. Like, I have to remember how to work. How do
1: I do that? I know. I'm like looking forward to that routine again. Um, and there's even a part of me, because I think at some point in the next few weeks, I'll start going into the office once a week. And I'm even looking forward a little bit to that just to get out of my house. You know, it's going to be a horrible commute, but just once a week to, like, be in D.C., like, around coworkers, be able to, like, go for a walk at lunch. I'm just really looking forward to that. So
0: It's interesting because I obviously had my first baby, so I didn't know, like, the joys of daycare quite yet. So I didn't realize like going back to work meant like peace and quiet for about eight hours.
1: Oh my God. Which
0: was such like a wow. Yeah. It's like literally the first time for a long period of time that you're not dealing with a lot.
1: I know. And I was thinking about it, like when Sarah had her parental leave, she was so small, like she is sleeping so much. I remember just coming up from lunch for lunch. And they would always be like on the couch, like her holding her asleep. But now with me, she's four months old and she's awake most of the time. So I'm like trying to entertain her, trying to like just find things to do. By the late afternoon, I'm just like staring at her like, what else do we do? Like, I just don't (laughs) know.
0: It's rinse and repeat. It's like, okay, you woke up for the fifth
1: time. Let's try look at this black and white book again. (laughs) Exactly i'm like we're looking at the same toys on tummy time again i hope this is entertaining to you
0: i found like at least like i was like what if i just listen to a podcast but then like say random words to it. <laughs> just <laughs> say the <laughs> podcast out loud
1: <laughs> anyway yeah, so it's, that's, well it's, before
0: before you say anything, I get the the joys project, of it, i just wanted to ask eric a question what would you call the leave that ryan is currently on Parental leave. Sometimes I go in and out of paternity leave and parental, but Hmm. very very 2022 of both of you guys. Um, I just noticed Brian referenced it as parental leave multiple times and I just would have referenced it as paternity, but well, I think the companies that have equal leave call it parental leave because there's not you don't need to genderize it. I mean, Ryan's company probably has like no. She, him, she, her, oh. all of her, every manual, but, oh, no. but also like, it's literally the name of the policy. And like, like when you go out on leave, you'll probably say it too. Cause you'll just, that's the last policy name you're, you'll hear. So we're not trying to be woke. Even though Ryan is woke with his last Instagram post <laughs> that said something. It's so like, funny. Wait, what did it, it said? Like, yeah, that slap was real. You know what else is real? The fire is burning down this planet.
1: I was like, what the fuck? Wait, and it's so funny. I put that on Instagram. And then Sarah, What's... like we had finished putting down the girls and it was finally peace and quiet. And Sarah and I had like a 15 minute conversation about the slap. And she's like, and then at the end, I was like, listen, we got to stop and just talk about global warming. But we talked about Jim Carrey's video. And, um,
0: I didn't see the video. I heard that I saw the quote, like, come on, sickened, it's a strong word.
1: I mean, I thought he had a great response. What I actually thought, my my first thought of seeing Jim Carrey's response was, wow, he can actually sit down and have like a normal with it conversation that like totally makes sense because the most recent videos I see of Jim Carrey, he is just like, yeah. I almost wonder if he's
0: such a crazy good actor that he just knows how to entertain so well that like he, he can be normal, but he's just like always doing a bit. Yeah.
1: It's possible.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we don't need (laughs) to talk about the stupid ass slap. I mean, those shows are so boring anyway. Like I didn't, I didn't even watch a live second of it personally. I, I was actually watching live during the slap while I was in Florida as Mallory was asleep.
1: Great transition. Great transition. storm is coming okay. through. I can hear it. Can you hear it in Medford yet? I do hear it right through the window. Yeah. Hopefully, That's a great, great transition. Cause listen, everyone's talking about the slap. You want to talk about the slap, talk about global warming. The planet's going to burn down people. You want to talk about real important shit. Steve just went on his baby moon and he did something for the pod that we will chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> He will never come up with something better, better content for the pod than this. Steve, tell us your story, buddy. This it all started a couple of weeks
0: ago. I was pretty stressed out because of work. Pretty stressed out because my wife's pregnant. Pretty stressed out because I just bought a house. Got to buy a car. Looking at debt quotes. Trex is very expensive, FYI, to all listeners. And, uh, you know, like we do before every vacation, you make your list. I know I'm talking to two people that are exactly the same way when you travel. Okay, we got to check into this Airbnb. We got to do this. Pack this. Go here. Do that. Okay, vacation planning is pretty good. And then uh, work-wise, I, you know, I'm a tax accountant. March and April is my very busy, just in case you guys weren't aware, I am a tax accountant. You say that once a month. (laughs) (laughs) You will never forget that. Well, I don't know if our friends who are the only listeners of this podcast knew that. So March and April. And no matter what month it is, Brandon will say, is it busy season? (laughs) Yeah. So... And I legitimately like looking back and I'm like, why the fuck did we schedule this trip right on this weekend? And I did look back. We scheduled it because we wanted to make sure obviously Mallory wasn't uncomfortable when traveling. So I think this is the perfect time to go for her, you know, 26, 27 weeks. And, uh, and she had off from work naturally. So she didn't even have to take like time off. So, okay, whatever. I make it work. Like I always do. And, I still remember like leaving for the airport at like one o'clock, like wrapping up my final emails. And then I kind of like, like was able to breathe. So in the airport, we both do that. And I don't know if the listeners do that or Ryan, I feel like you're pretty chill about like shutting it down maybe the day before something, but I've run on, run up to so many deadlines like that. Like Steve, your wedding. I remember I was just like, all right, I have to go travel to North Jersey. It's rehearsal dinner. And I'm like typing emails and I'm just like, Oh my God. Here? <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. But oh Hey, you're a busy guy. You're a busy tax accountant. So, you know, now I'm in vacation mode and there's no doubt like me consciously I'm in vacation mode. I am not worried about work. I truly left it off like in very good shape. I'm not thinking about my pregnant wife and having a baby in three months. I'm not Anxious, I truly am not, and I fly planes all the time. I know we had a plane conversation a couple episodes ago, Ryan, um, and I don't get nervous on planes like you, so I'm I'm good to go. I'm having my IPA at Chickies and Pete's in the terminal. You want a second one? Yeah, I'll have a second IPA. Why not? Um, And we board the plane. First mistake, I decide to read Expecting Better, which was given to us by Dana and Eric. I believe it was originally recommended by Suzanne Thompson. Is that right, Eric? Yeah. Good book. So I'm starting to skim through it. I think it's meant for the female, but sure. As I'm reading it, I'm realizing that because it's very (laughs) much about the pregnancy. And I thought there was going to be eventually a chapter on like, okay, here's how you take care of the baby. And it was like, oh, the delivery part just ended and the book is over. So and I sped read it. So it's not like it took a lot of my time. But if anyone knows me and a Vernacchio, you don't read a book in a moving vehicle. And I started to get severe motion sickness. And it was uh, as I like got to a certain chapter, I'm like, why am I continuing to read? I'm not like feeling the best. But I was kind of interested.
1: So how how long into the flight is this at this point where you're you just finished the book and you're kind of like starting to feel a little uneasy?
0: 30 minutes, about 30 minutes. So (laughs) 30 minutes in. And I'm starting to feel a little uneasy and I get to like one specific chapter. This is also like very aggressive. <laughs> like 30 minutes into a flight, I feel like I'm just finally like, okay, I'm settled in. And <laughs> and that gives you an idea of my mindset that I think yeah, I was you were so, go, go, go from would, work, maybe. And like, even though you were in vacation mode, you were still like, I'll have a beer, I'll have another beer. I'll take that pill. What pill did you take? <laughs> No, but I literally looked at the two and a half hour flight was like, how can I make that two and a half hour flight as productive as possible? Oh, like literally I, I made a list for what me and Mallory can do in the airport and in the plane, which was like, Oh, let's go through the registry. One last time. I want to read expecting better. And then I want to like, maybe look up like, you know, cars to buy. And it's just like, dude, just fucking drop. And I was just, i I've been so wired that way because everything has been like, gotta do this before the baby we gotta do this before moving so it's just preemptively you know telling everyone yeah I wish had this backstory because now i know exactly why all the events happened
1: okay <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot
0: more sense. <laughs> dude you're like heading towards a breakdown kind of <laughs> and you guys know me i i think i handle stress and pressure like pretty darn well and uh well I, well that's a funny definition because yeah you're calm and remain calm but like is that the best way to handle it do you bottle it up um, trust me I've already heard that from my wife this week but let's not Tarantino this so um so I get to the last chapter of the book not the last chapter but the chat last chapter I read that day about um, premature babies. And it was like 22 to 34 weeks is technically premature. And then it's like JFK had a premature baby at 34 and a half weeks. And um, he actually died two days after he was born. Sorry to say all that. It's very morbid. That's the last sentence I read. And I just like, fuck this book. And I just, I literally said that under my breath. I was like, fuck this book. Why am I reading that? That's just like depressed me. And I sat back and I'm telling you, it was pretty simultaneous where. I sat back. My neck went back. And the next thing I remember is just like, you know, in the movies, when you truly do wake up from fainting, where like you hear like an echo, like, Steve, Steve, Steve. And it, and it got louder. And I was just like, what? And she was like, what just happened? And I'm like, I like couldn't speak. I didn't say anything for four seconds because I was so out of it. I was seeing spots. I was like five people were looking at me on a plane. Mallory's like, what just happened? Like in my face. And I'm like, I have no clue what happened. She was like, I think you fainted. So I
1: ask one thing about the seating situation. Can you talk about like, are you aisle? Do you have a random person in your row? Like, what's that like? We took frontier.
0: We took Frontier. So thankfully, we were sitting next to each other because we didn't even pay for tickets. Like I look back and I'm like, why was I being cheap? But Frontier, you'll pretty much always get next to the person that you bought a ticket with. But it's like spirit where you have to pay where you sit. And uh, I was on the window. Mallory's in the middle because she wanted to sit in the middle. I was like, let me sit between because it was like an older woman that as soon as we saw her, she was like, oh, I'll sit in the middle. Like she just looked like a friendly woman on the aisle seat. So I was in the window. Another thing, a little claustrophobic is a window seat, as we know. So I'm sure that had factored into it. So I fainted. From Mallory's perspective, I was out 10 to 15 seconds, kind of doing that typical, like, nodding my head back and forth. Like, uh, uh, like very much reminded me of how I described, you know, a time that Mallory fainted and she's fainted many times. Difference here is I've never fainted. So it's obviously scary. And it just... You know, without going into too much detail specifically on the flight, the highlights from there, you know, forward are it literally took me about an hour to like really grasp like what just happened. And it was kind of scary because I'm like, we got two more hours of this damn flight and I'm just sitting here because after you faint, you should lay down to get like blood back in your brain. And I'm just sitting here upright and I'm telling you such a friendly flight guy behind us gave me his orange soda woman next to us gave me a water all open so i was drinking a bunch of bottles that i'm like first thought was like uh covid but i was like fuck it and so orange (laughs) juice water someone had liquid glucose which is like who carries that but it was great because that they must like have you know sinkable episodes and sinkable. yeah is that the right word i think that's the right word anyway but
1: well, fact I
0: no, think it's, it's um syncope. It's sync I know it's you know, like I think I'm right. Mallory said it like 15 times. So so yeah, I passed out. Thankfully, a nurse sat right in front of me and she was kind of coaching, you know, us all through this and she was like, "Yeah, you just look really pale. I'm sure you're dehydrated." You know, I ate a protein bar and I felt pretty close to fine as I was getting off the plane, but I was like at the same point I'm like that was fucking weird. Not only that I fainted, but like even the aftershock of it, it's like, you know, I could feel my heart pumping fast, you know, and it just was like, what's going on? I'm not myself still like, and when is that going to go back to normal? And I will say it did go back to normal by like Friday morning and I enjoyed my baby moon. So I'll pause there. Do you guys have any
1: questions at this point? Sounds familiar, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's just so crazy that Eric, about a year ago, right, had yeah. a fainting I, episode just, as well. He told me. I looked it
0: up. I fainted March twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. He fainted March twenty
1: fourth, twenty twenty. Oh my god! That and is... our
0: wives, both were... of our wives, in weeks twenty something.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you, they were both pregnant. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that night literally I had two IPAs. Now they were golden monkeys, so I'm gonna say they were probably stronger than what Steve had. Yeah, but um <laughs> it is kind of funny. I remember because I kept on saying I only had two beers tonight, so
1: literally it's so identical. <laughs> it's it's actually Ooh. insane. The only difference is Steve's is not gonna cost him thousands of dollars. <laughs> well, we might get into that. <laughs> oh, but, true. Um, I guess all that. Yeah,
0: sure. But but it is true. Mine obviously happened in my own home and I had to um go to the hospital because Dana called 911, but like, <laughs> which was totally good on her part. Um, <laughs> but uh you don't really come to, you know, you you kind of just like what happened? And then you're like, what the fuck happened? Like that didn't happen, like what. You know what I mean? You're kind of in denial. I think your brain can't handle it. And the blood flow isn't really there. Like, it just doesn't have, I guess, what it needs to handle it. I and, can't
1: that, um, yeah. On a plane. So, so,
0: yeah. Even though it sounds, I think, really strange that, like, it takes an hour for you to... It's not like Steve wasn't conscious in that hour. He just didn't really have full Steve back until an hour. Like, that hour, I was in rough shape. Like I, every time I opened my eyes, I was still very groggy and dizzy and I was like having heart palpitations. And then I was like, okay, the rest of the night, but I was like still not myself. And then Friday I was, I was fine. And I knew I was fine because I was like, you know what? I didn't have a drink Thursday night. Obviously I was like, I'm ready for a drink. And (laughs) the one funny thing about the baby moon, and I'm going to fast forward to after is um great time in florida it was like three and a half days so we didn't rent a car so it's just like we like being active and that's the reason we did that but it's just someone who just fainted and a woman who's six months pregnant were biking walking and jogging everywhere like when we when we rounded up our trip i was like look at your apple watch and let's total it up." and we did 36 miles biking walking and jogging i just look back and i'm like all right that tells me my heart must be good or else I would have fucking had a heart attack, you know, on that (laughs) trip. So.
1: Well, two things I want to ask about are, did you at all feel nauseous in this at any point during this process? I
0: don't know if I ever got like to a nausea feeling The, the way I could describe it. Whenever I did have like random things is I would get that, you know, like butterflies in my stomach slash like, like adrenaline rush, you know, and I described this to Eric where like you're driving, you stop short of someone and you're like, Oh shit. I almost just got an accident and it would just like flutter all through my body. Yeah. And it was almost like, and I'm going to start saying this concept is I think this is what it, it was like this subconscious anxiety that like, I'm not consciously worried about anything, but like all of a sudden my body would just react and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So fast forward to Monday on the way home, I think Ryan, you had joked, you were like, hey man, you must be anxious for this flight. And I was like, I was serious. I was like, I have not been anxious for a flight since I was like 12 years old when I used to puke before every flight. And like something is happening to my body. Why am I getting so anxious? And you're like, oh, I was just joking. Good luck, have a nice flight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure you were the most hydrated, prepared. Oh, and you waited around in the airport for hours, right? Oh, that's
0: the worst. Exactly. So I think that probably, but I was very hydrated. I drank like two Gatorades, three orange juices, (laughs) like like sugared up, which probably is not a good thing if you're anxious, but maybe a good thing if you felt, oh, I fainted because I was dehydrated, but I really didn't know. So I get on the plane and it was just a rough flight. I was definitely fighting stuff, man. It was just weird. I was just like it it felt like PTSD. It was just strange. Yeah. And the landing, I swear, I almost like like the tenseness
1: Oh, from me. my
0: body. Yeah.
1: And like, were you gripping the armrests?
0: I was gripping the armrests, and oh yeah. I had my six month pregnant wife who I'm trying to make sure doesn't like see me like doing because I'm just chewing gum you know and she's like Steve are you okay you're not really talking anymore and i was like I'm fine 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 and motion sickness and she's like oh just motion sickness I was like I can't talk right now (laughs) (laughs) I was just like let's just and then I landed and it kind of like was a wave of Oh yeah. That was very strange. And it went away. Not totally away. And Doesn't that tell you, it's not that you can control it, but it's mental. I think a lot of this stuff is, and we were texting separately about it. And what you said, this subconscious anxiety, like the brain is such a powerful thing. Like your, your wife is still pregnant. You're going to have your first baby. There's a lot of change coming up. And even though you're like, I'm ready for that change. I'm, this is the point of my time, time of my life that I'm, let's change it up. It's, you know, it's a change that your body's just like, am I ready? It, sh- should I fight or flight? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. true. And, and then, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to make a doctor's appointment. It's next week. Great. Are we a science podcast now? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Maybe. Fast forward to the end of the story. I apologize for taking so much time. So yesterday, you know, I go through Tuesday, I'm fine. I'm still like, I definitely want to go see my physician and just get checked out. But obviously nothing's like super urgent. So I go into the office yesterday, Wednesday. Um, Go into the office, you know, do my normal thing. And then I, a partner and I are going to a client for like a, a client presentation. That's why I was in the city. And I've done these client presentations a million times. I don't get nervous at them anymore. I mean, maybe like right before you get like a little thing of nervousness whenever you speak in front of people, but like I was good to go or I should have been good to go. So I'm in this room with like five other people, you know, two other partners and two clients. And the presentation starts at three o'clock on the dot. And I swear when three o'clock hit, I felt this wave of, of adrenaline And I immediately was like, holy fuck, I might faint. And I just wasn't nervous, but I, at the same point, then I was just like, okay, three options here. One, I faint and (laughs) people at EY find out about it. I'm a little bitch who faints (laughs) their client presentation. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) I mean, that is one option.
0: So that is one option. Two, I take control and just say, I can't do this right now. And I just, you know, motion to my partners i gotta go like i gotta go gotta go like i don't so know still, I'm just, so still a little bitch still <laughs> a little bitch but at least they don't see me become the little bitch um or three fight with your life to just fight it off i i say like fight with your life i mean it was bad it wasn't like god awful and i just tried to think of something i remember i just thought about like going to the beach this summer i don't know why just like yeah happy, happy thoughts happy thoughts exactly yeah. And uh, I got to my like speaking role. I did fine. I fought off. And then afterwards, started to go down a little bit. So I was like, that is really strange. That's three separate episodes, obviously one where I fainted, where clearly anxiety drove like my physical symptoms yeah um and then that led to at night telling my wife again who's six months pregnant and that conversation as you can imagine was a stressful one because she was very worried which worried me and then we took my blood pressure it was like super high so that's where our good old doctor buddy comes into play and dr thompson got the text and he basically said if it was happening to suzanne i'd probably go to the er that's all we needed to hear so we went to the ER last night. I don't know if the guys actually know. I didn't really tell anyone except for you two and uh, Adam. So when you well, guys I'm, sure, podcast.
1: I'm sure Eric got a call from Al, your brother.
0: Is in the <laughs> ER,
1: can you believe it?
0: <laughs> you know he got your blood pressure wrong. Yes, right? he, he thought it was like 180 over something. I was like, Dad, I think I would have like died. He was like sees pre- blood pressures at 180 over something he's like that's like heart attack blood pressure Eric, do you think you should go to the hospital and I was like um I'm just trying to pick up food right now like what the fuck's happening <laughs> and I'm like uh I was like uh, let me call him right now and that's when I talked to you, Steve and then he's like, I'm so sorry I got it wrong it's it's 140 or something it was still so high but like not right like, wow okay
1: so last night we were texting a little bit and where were you physically at that when i
0: when i texted you guys sorry i think he was actually asking me or maybe you were asking eric (laughs) i didn't know if you were gonna faint (laughs) well let me answer either way when i initially texted you guys because we were supposed to record this podcast last night um apologies to the viewers on the delay went to the er have some sympathy uh, I texted you, hey, I'm not feeling good. Do it without me. I don't know. You know, I'm, I just wanted to rest. At that point, I had no intention of going to the ER. I hadn't taken my blood pressure, but Mallory proactively made me take it. You know, I ate dinner. didn't really go down, and that's when we started texting Adam at like 8. I wish we would have texted him at like 6. Obviously, it would have been an earlier night, um, but so we got to the ER at 8.50. I will say, virtual, fantastic hospital, especially for his for Voorhees. Um, last time I was in a hospital was outside of Pittsburgh and there is no comparison. Everyone be very thankful that you live in New Jersey. There's high taxes, but there is no comparison. (laughs) I don't know about Virginia. So great people. I get all the tests done. Long story short, I'm, you know, effectively healthy, you know, nothing like I didn't have a heart attack. They even did like blood clot things because i was in a plane they'd scan my brain ct scan that's always nice get a hey scan it let's just check for everything why not he's like you don't really need this but it's under a one percent chance let's just check for like tumors or blood clots in your brains or aneurysm it's only going to be a couple hundred i really think you should try try it out (laughs) it was funny sorry Ryan. i was just going to say it was funny because mallory is currently disputing her emergency room visit when she was seven weeks you know pregnant and she had like a little bit of a scare that ended up being nothing because they tagged it as non-emergency so it's basically like insurance covers absolutely nothing whereas you know an emergency room visit is going to be five thousand bucks at the very like least so it's like insurance not going to cover any of this i mean hopefully we win that appeal we're like fighting an appeal right now. So like during this whole thing, I was like, I don't mean to be insensitive, but this is considered an emergency, right? (laughs) And the doctor was just like, yes, you guys, he fainted and he's having heart palpitations. Nothing, anything in the state of New Jersey, maybe Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania is different that you go to the ER. It's still going to be, you thought it was an emergency, you know? So exactly. And that's what our, yeah, exactly. So everything's good. And I honestly do feel better. And, you know, at the end of the day, I didn't really get like, this is what happened, but it's pretty clear to like read between the lines and the doctor said it. He was like, Hey, listen, your wife's six months pregnant. You had some stress and, you know, I know you probably seem like you're maybe calm and collected most of the time. And this isn't saying like you're, um, you know I forget the way you described it but the bottom line is you're just like you just need to calm down relax a little bit and hopefully your body kind of figures it out and I think the fact that you know that nothing serious is wrong because I think in the back of my mind like everyone thinks I know I'm talking to Ryan right now so everyone thinks something could be wrong and I after the Wednesday thing even though I knew thought it was anxiety driven I was like holy shit I I'm like destroying my heart right now. Like I don't know. Like with our family's history too. I was like, I might die. Like I literally thought that. I was like, I like. Let's That's
1: do. a perfectly normal reaction I have once a month. <laughs> <laughs> so did you want to see the date? Did you let them do a quick um ultrasound on your nuts just to be sure? Sir, taking off um, my I know, sir. I know I, this has nothing to do with my heart, but like, can you just ultrasound my my nuts real quick? Just <laughs> make sure. Just want to rule it out. <laughs> um, no, dude, you're preaching to the king of this. <laughs> like, I have had more. My wife has had three children. I have had more ultrasounds, more scans, more blood work than her over those three childbirth. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, like I said to you in a text yesterday, and it just echoes what you're saying in the doc. It's like, yeah, that anxiety is under there. You don't really feel it. And it can manifest as these issues. And then your brain starts to think the worst case scenario, which only exacerbates the issue. Mm -hmm. And it's all you focus on. And then you're like, well, let me get a million tests to try to just give myself peace of mind and uh you know at least you're healthy and I don't know if my counselor um does remote work but I can find out I don't go to her anymore I'm cured um but man that's how many hours were you in the ER
0: I I will say I was expecting to be there for five. We were there for a little under three to do all that stuff. You know, there wasn't that much of a weight and they were like super accommodating, like great experience, but yeah. And I actually go to see my cardiologist tomorrow. I'm like, Hey, let's let's do it all. Let's
1: just do them all again. Also
0: side story. Mallory went with Steve and they're allowed one visitor with the person who went in and my dad just went and like literally sat in the parking lot and then he like snuck in i was like are you still in the parking lot he's like nah i just like let i walked in like they don't really care
1: your dad is on a journey that i i we need to have him on the podcast
0: i was like when he told me one visitor i was like are you gonna come home then like if mallory gets tired then you could just drive there again like it's yeah. it's not like it's
1: very he's like And it's also not like Steve was in a car accident, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like Like, Steve is worried about some things and it's rightfully went to the It's ER a really
0: good trait and like he's so caring. So like, I'm so thankful that we have him, but it's just like- I'm just like, dad, what are you doing there? Like, did someone tell you to come in the parking lot? <laughs>
1: and do you have any idea, like, what your mom just think? Like, is she, like, encouraging him? Is she just, like, do whatever you want, Al? Like, she was at the Borgata last night. Like, no. <laughs> That's all you need to say. That is both of your parents to a T
0: obviously I'm just kidding now she, I, I oh, don't know wait, she she, wasn't? no I actually think she was, <laughs> no, not, she was not she was not. <laughs> I actually think she enables him in those scenarios and it's like Al you better go yeah that's exactly what she does and oh, she wow. thinks that her role is oh my gosh if Mallory gets tired she can come here like because when he called me he was like and if Mal gets tired she'll go to mom's house and I was like why yeah like she'll go
1: home she has a <laughs> yeah
0: like when oh. i went to the hospital that night my mom came over and she was like i'm here dane like i'll i'm here and Dane is like why i'm gonna go to back to sleep <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh and, man I'm well details, but... thank god you're all good yes and thank god for just being in the positions that thankfully we're all in that you can go get these tests and, you know,
0: it's true. I, I feel very lucky lives. that I'm able to get like that peace of mind literally <laughs> within a week, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm very, so rapid wow. fire, rapid fire for your Florida trip. Um, I'm so glad that you're okay, obviously, but like you still had a great baby moon. Yeah. So, yeah. best meal? Best meal, I think, was actually like it was like kind of like a casual meal. We went into a bar. We just, I ordered like some vodka martinis. It was an outside bar, like nice, but, um, and we just got mussels and like white wine butter sauce. Mm. And like we literally just shared that. And she kind of had like a virgin drink, and I drank like two martinis, and it was just like, Sometimes that's all you need, like a, a oh, pretty good one to two appetizers and like a nice atmosphere. Right. That was yeah. just my favorite. Yeah. I was None gonna kiss. say some
1: that like the atmosphere, especially you're in Florida, you're probably eating outside, great weather. <laughs> I'm that's dying because Ryan's like haven't felt that atmosphere in 10 years. Not 10 years, but <laughs> I know I I I imagine it's
0: great. <laughs> it's funny because even data is just like oh my god i can't wait for summer and i was like for what though like it's never gonna end
1: (laughs) i did have a question you went to naples right uh yeah north naples yeah so why naples like and i only asked that just because it's just never somewhere like when i think florida that i know it's a tourist destination but what was in Naples like what made you little older people I think but rich but like older but
0: I knew and no matter when you ended that question I knew Eric was going to answer first anyway um so Bonita Springs is where my uh my aunt's house is my uncle Sal Mm -hmm. and my aunts who bought a house there which is 20 minutes north of Naples so we've been familiar with that area a lot so we've obviously been down there four times and that's where we were originally supposed to stay, just as a big family. But then my aunt Sue actually ended up like being down there all winter, um, like in her house. We thought it would be empty, which is perfectly fine. And then when it came to finding an Airbnb with Eric, Dana, Luca, they were going to California in two months, and my parents. It was like, you know what? We still want to do a baby moon, and we ended up we we did settle on Naples as opposed to like a Fort Lauderdale because Naples is more quiet. And she's pregnant, so it was like, you know what? We don't want to go like crazy bars, because I'm pretty sure it was spring break, probably for a lot of people. And that's we knew it was spring break, so it was like that. You know, the East Coast may be a little like crazy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
1: and that to say. Little did you know that you would need a quiet and calm atmosphere. Correct. Correct. Well, I said fire, but I
0: only asked one question. But really, I wanted to just know about your best meal. see any funny stuff any like weird people meeting no nope just watch the oscars in your airbnb yeah one night she uh she
1: passed out and i
0: watched it and
1: oh i I got what is your and eric this can be to you as well what are your opinions about vacations Hotels versus Airbnbs at this point. Thoughts? I was,
0: It's got to be a really nice Airbnb to make me feel comfortable or else I, I would prefer a hotel. And this specific one truly did make me feel comfortable. I like drank out of like literally the Brita that they had in the fridge, like the filtered water used like their utensils made breakfast every morning. It was extremely like clean. It felt like a hotel suite like little cottage thing so i i I really enjoyed this but i've also stayed at airbnbs that i look at a pillow i see like a little stain i'm like this whole freaking place is disgusting and i hate this decision yeah yeah Yeah, airbnbs that i've been at have all been like kind of cute and like oh this place is cute but it's like i'd rather a hotel for sure Mm -hmm. like give me the place with like the amenities of like I, I didn't realize this until I went to California the summer before the pandemic and we were at this like a huge Marriott and there was a pool and I was like, why don't I chill at a hotel pool more often? Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'll have a few drinks and just lay out by the pool and like, right. we were in San Diego and it was so much fun. Um, like, it wasn't like a pool party. It was just like, literally just a nice beach bar or a pool bar <laughs> and it was good. So anyway, I like it. But it's like at this point in my life, I don't know. I haven't traveled with Luca. So we purposely didn't get a hotel for Santa Barbara because of our son. And we had an Airbnb that was it's kid friendly and it's got all the stuff we need. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll report back after uh, May.
1: Yes, you go May.
0: That's nice. Mm -hmm. On that note, boys, good episode. Thanks for letting me uh, talk out my struggles and uh we'll come back in the following weeks and, and ryan i do want to hear to tease it in the next couple of weeks i want to hear all about what you and sarah are planning to add to your house because that sounds like a very interesting topic we do not really talk about it too much via text and i'd love to hear about it so nice little tease for the listeners out there boys have a great night
1: Bye bye. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks a lot, Steve. I think we could wrap it there with Steve's. Steve's
0: health is in good hands. Yeah. Chin chin. Chin chin. Chin chin. I
1: appreciate it, boys. Um, oh. Well, I mean, I can talk about my dogs getting sprayed by skunks, my nuts.
0: Oh, I thought Eric was actually saying wrap the episode.
1: Oh, were you? Oh, okay. That's fine. Oh, Ryan. Oh.
0: Ryan has stuff to get off his chest. Maybe, oh, maybe the, Ryan, the if you have something to say, I want to hear it.